Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Radio. Got a big vinyl collection, and one of my favorite albums on vinyl. One of the great pieces of songwriting in American music history, in my humble opinion. Little Bob Seger, Against the Wind. Song reminds me of my parents, man. It's uh, it's fun listening to music and uh, getting nostalgic and just thinking back uh, on your life and, and all the things that have gone into what made you. Come on, it's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for uh, joining us, for hanging out with us. Hope you're out there enjoying the uh, the beautiful weather here uh, on your Thursday. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? We talked some Major League Baseball. We talked some Big Sky Conference football. We talked some, uh, we heard from Sagan Gronauer, the uh, sophomore quarterback for the Idaho State Bengals. We heard from Jalen Hall, a incoming wide receiver recruit for the University of Montana. We gave you the lowdown on what's coming up in high school football this week. All of it can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store, the MSU Bookstore, and the Advocates. The Advocates know that if you've been in an accident that wasn't your fault, you need help. The Advocates is here for you, reminding you that you deserve an advocate. Call them anytime or visit online 24-7 at MontanaAdvocates.com. University of Montana Hockey is back this weekend at the Glacier Ice Rink. They'll play Friday and Saturday. Western Washington in town. So they'll take on uh, the Vikings both Friday and Saturday evenings. If you didn't get tickets, you can watch live at Buffalo Wild Wings, which is just right across the street. I could uh, just throw the outline right over there. We almost hit the uh, the B-dub dubs. So if you didn't get tickets, go watch live at Buffalo Wild Wings. They'll be streaming all the home and away Grizz hockey games at Buffalo Wild Wings. You can sit back, have some wings and beer, and watch UM Hockey Dominate on the Ice. You want to go to the game? Call us right now. We got two tickets. Remind me, I think the pair is to Friday night's game. Is that correct, Andrew? Yep, Friday night's game. We got two more tickets for you to Grizz Hockey. 406-888-1029. This is a giveaway we didn't get in yesterday, so I'm just going caller number one. Quickest to the draw, 406-888-1029. We got two tickets for you to uh, tomorrow night's Grizz hockey game down there at the uh, Glacier Ice Rink. Let's dive into some NFL talk. Uh, This is our all football, all the time, presented by Sportsbet Montana. Happy to have Sportsbet Montana back in the saddle. Happy to have Sportsbet Montana existing in my life. 
It has become a great hobby of mine to sports gamble. A lot of you would say, what are you talking about? Gambling is not a hobby, it's a vice. But, you know, I mean, when you study this stuff for a living, I think you got a little bit of an advantage at least. I'd like to hope so. So let's take a look at some of the uh, the lines for uh, this upcoming uh, weekend. Hold on, I had it and now I lost it. Either way, I think that the NFL has been – I think that – what we're seeing is the the salary cap league and the emphasis on parity continues to accelerate. Therefore, I think we're seeing an NFL that is uh, incredibly full of competition level a level field of competition. So uh, there's all sorts of uh, fun games. On the the slate tonight, uh, excuse me, this upcoming weekend, and uh, it's it's just it's so interesting to me just how truly even the NFL really is. Uh, week four begins with Denver at Indy now. The Broncos have had struggles with clock management. They're having struggles finding flow. And Indianapolis has been, in my opinion, the disappointment of the AFC. Indy is also without Jonathan Taylor. And and that's amazing given the fact that Jonathan Taylor has been the definition of durability. I mean, the guy has never missed a game between his three years as a record setter at Wisconsin and setting rushing records at Wisconsin, that ain't easy. They've had some unbelievable lines and some unbelievable tailbacks. Jonathan Taylor, one of, if not the best running back to come out of Wisconsin. And unlike a lot of guys that played for the Badgers, he's been dynamite in the NFL as well. But he is out for this game, or at least last I checked, he was doubtful. So we'll see if, uh, I guess they have ruled him out. He's got an ankle so that's the first game he's missed in his college or NFL career. Amazing for Jonathan Taylor. But the Broncos enter the game in Indy as a three-point favorite. I'm not into that at all. I, I think that a missing superstar is an issue. Desperation can inspire you. and I still think the Colts have great talent. I still believe that they're going to figure it out. I still will also believe that Frank Reich is a good coach. I don't know if Matt Ryan's the answer there in Indy or not in terms of actually chasing a Super Bowl, but I do expect Indy to figure it out a little bit and start getting back on track to getting into the playoffs. I I know the Broncos have figured out a way to, to gut it out a little bit so far this year, and they sit at 2-2. Two and two. But they've just been trash. I mean, just in terms of watching them try to operate within the scope of a football game, it's very clear, first of all, that Russell Wilson's lost a step. And when you lose a step, and the step is what you need to be able to extend the pocket, extend plays, and make throws, okay. And also there was such a narrative when Russell Wilson was in Seattle of it was the line's fault. It was the play caller's fault. Wilson reached this status there in Seattle where he could do no wrong. And I think that there's, 
it takes two to tango, right? Like, I think that there was problems that were multifaceted, and one of the facets was Russell Wilson. So I don't know if Russell Wilson is this savior that's going to lead the Broncos to this prominent land of, of Super Bowl contention. More than anything, though, Nathaniel Hackett and the offense got to get on the same page. The Broncos' new head coach, he's got to learn how to manage the clock. I mean, they've had two different times when they've been on TV, been on national TV, where they've just been trash. In terms of calling their timeouts and managing end-of-game situations and all of it. So, I I, I do not like the Broncos as a three-point favorite in Indy. In fact, I'm going the other way. I, I would even take the Colts all the way up to minus three, but... Uh, I think that the Colts, I, I, if I can get the Colts as an uh, uh, underdog at home, a home dog, give me that all day. That looks like a juicy one. Now tell me, uh, I think, is this is this right? Am I looking at the schedule right? The uh, the first Sunday game, do we have another game on the other side of the pond? Is, is that correct? Do we have, oh yeah, that's it, we do. We have another one in, in London. What's going on with the the EPL, Andrew? Is the EPL rolling right now or not? Or, or why 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 is I, I know the the NFL traditionally has played a, a couple games in London early in the season, but why is the the Tottenham Spurs who are uh, the only reason I know about the Tottenham Spurs is because they're Bill Simmons's uh, de facto favorite EPL team. Why are they loaning out their stadium right now to the NFL? Why why is the the Tottenham Spurs hosting the New Orleans Saints and Minnesota Vikings, and now this week, that was last week, and now this week, the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers. I think for a number of reasons, it's a nice new stadium that they just built there, that Tottenham built. Uh, I think they want to show that off. I think that, you know, I think it gets them some inroads into the American media market, right? We're talking about it. I know Tottenham's a team that uh, has always been sort of on the forefront of that. You, You know Ted Lasso? I've heard all about it. This is the next and latest thing in my life that I'm refusing to engage in because I am just a miserable contrarian that refuses to be a part of trends, no matter how good they are. Well, th- I've heard that's that true, would, too. I, I would heard, I've heard that I would love Ted Lasso. It's not really my point. You know the original <laughs> commercial where Ted Lasso came from? Yes. So that was originally with Tottenham Hotspurs because sure. they were the team that let Jason Sudeikis come over to their training facility and shoot it. They've always been been into that. But also, I mean, they just built this new gem of a stadium. So I think that's part of the reason as well. Anyway, Premier League is rolling. They just had an international break, but they are uh, they're came back from that last weekend. So they're rolling right now. So we do have a London game again. So you'll be watching some, uh, some football real early. It's 7.30 a.m. Uh, here in Montana. The Giants did start 2-0, but the Packers are uh, eight-point favorites in this game. The fact that it's in a neutral site, I don't know. If I'm a betting man, and this is our all football all the time presented by Sports Bet Montana, if I'm a betting man, I'm staying away from this game. At least the point spread. Maybe you want to throw the Packers money line into a parlay or something, but I'm not I'm not taking the the points either side because I think that playing in a weird time zone across the other side of the ocean, I'm I'm just not. I'm I'm not uh not touching this one. Other uh, games of intrigue, and I'm not going to do all 16 games because I just don't want to to bore you. But we will we will address each of the games and then maybe talk and extrapolate about some of them. 
This is New Honest Now, ESPN Radio. Andrews Jacksonville Jaguars host the hapless Houston Texans. The Jags are a seven-point favorite at home. Uh, if you're into parlays, I would throw the Jags money line into one, but I, I don't know about the the line. Here's where I'm at with the NFL. If you want to be somebody like our main man, Sean Rainey, from SWX Montana Television, who, who, by the way, will join us tomorrow, we'll talk Grizz, Bobcats, Big Sky Conference, and we'll talk some NFL uh, betting stuff as well. But Sean, uh, he dedicates a lot of time to going through the, the lines and all that stuff. And that's that's what a lot of the, what they call the sharps, do. And I think that's what you got to do if you want to have real, true success betting on sports, especially betting on the NFL. I'm not quite as dedicated to it. I just like throwing a little coin on some games to, to make it fun. I like having two or three team parlays just to you know kind of see. Sometimes maybe I'll pick my two best in the morning and one in the afternoon, or maybe I'll just have a two in the morning, see how I do, and then maybe pick a couple others in the afternoon, or maybe I'll just bet the night game, whatever. One of my basic rules, though, and again, this is not coming from a quote-unquote sharp, although I, I do do pretty well there on the Sports Bet Montana machines. Seven-point spreads are a lot. The one thing I would do if you have a, in the NFL they are. One thing I would do if you have a seven-point spread is see if you can tease the underdog up into the double digits because the occurrences of teams getting beat by more than 10 points at the NFL, even if it's a drastic mismatch, are uh, rare and or not. <laughs> it, it, it very rarely happens. Almost always you're going to get somebody to ra- I mean, think about how bad the Chiefs beat the Bucks the other night on Sunday Night Football. And it still ended up as a 10-point game. Like beating a team in the NFL by 14, 17, 21, that's just a lot. So I, I do like, again, the Jags at, at home against the Texans, I do like them to win. But I'm not, I'm not touching that seven-point spread. The Chargers play at the Browns. Uh, the Chargers are uh, actually favored in this game. That's pretty interesting. Uh, minus two and a half, the Chargers are favored. The other thing to always look for, too, if you're, if you're picking and choosing NFL games, who are teams that play well at home that are home underdogs. Like we, I was just telling you about the Indianapolis Colts, right? Home dog. Cleveland Browns being a home dog against a struggling Chargers team that doesn't have much of an offensive line, uh, that's a pretty good one. I might be hunting down some good good uh, action there on the Browns. I also think that the uh, over-under there at 47.5, both these teams can score. Both these teams have scored. Both these teams have not been that great on defense so that's maybe one that you look at a little bit I I do like the Browns a little bit as a a home dog uh, so we shall see the Falcons have been a pleasant surprise this year they've been pretty good and they play though at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the Bucs are struggling they're two and two right now Mike Evans had his suspension he's back Chris Godwin hasn't been able to stay healthy he has been dealing with a hamstring which is not a surprising ramification or side effect of the knee injury that he suffered a year ago, I mean, that those things go kind of hand-in-hand. Hand. When you come back quick, your your uh, quick-twitch muscles, 
maybe aren't quite as acclimated to explosiveness. So I'm not that surprised that Chris Godwin has been a little bit in and out. Here's another one. This is what I'm talking about when you're talking about analyzing the numbers. The Bucks are at home, but they're also nine-and-a-half-point favorites. And again, the Falcons have been better than you'd think, but nine-and-a-half is a lot. So I don't know. I, but also, though, the Bucks with Tom Brady being angry and all the rumors that are going around about him, I mean, tomorrow the Chicken Does No Sports will return. And Carolyn's begging for an hour uh, this week. I don't think that we could give her an hour of airtime, but there will be plenty about the uh, the drama between Tom Brady and Giselle, I'm sure. But either way, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm staying away from the, the Bucks falcons game. Dolphins at the Jets. Zach Wilson's back for the uh, Jets. He led a fourth-quarter comeback last week, so maybe that's a shot in the arm. Tua Vailoa remains out. Teddy Bridgewater has been the forgotten man in multiple different places. I mean, he was good when he was in Minnesota. He was good when he was in Carolina. I still think he's pretty good. Uh, the Dolphins is a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jets. This is another one I'm skipping. I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, not going to touch that game. I, I don't like it. I think that's just a, it's a coin flip game. The Bears are at the Vikings. The Vikings are seven and a half point favorites at home. Uh, I I don't know if I like that either. I do think the Vikings could win this game. I think they probably will win this game, but I, I don't like them as a touchdown favorite. Uh, I'm going to pass on this one as well. The Steelers are at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills had an epic comeback against the Ravens last week, and uh, it, they look to be back on track. The Steelers... I was standing on the table for the Steelers after they were the first game of the year against the Bengals, and they looked really good and then beat Cincinnati in overtime. But T.J. Watt tore his peck in that game, and it's sort of unraveled since then. Uh, They are going with Kenny Pickett. I don't know what Tiny Hands is going to do. I can't help myself. I just can't believe how much talk there's been about Kenny Pickett's tiny hands. Regardless, I don't know... If Kenny Pickett, the first-round draft pick out of Pitt, is going to be any good for the Steelers or not. But I tell you this, it's going to be really hard for me to be worse than Mitch Trubisky. I mean, poor Trubisky, man. It's not it's not Trubisky's fault that the NFL misevaluated the kid. I mean, he, he, he was a, an average-at-best player at North Carolina. And then he had a good... Senior Bowl and a good workout and pro day. And then you make him the number two pick, and so now he has to like be harnessed with this narrative that he's supposed to be as good as a number two overall pick, and then he's supposed to be a franchise-changing quarterback, and then he's supposed to be able to lead Chicago and now Pittsburgh to anything. He's He would be fighting an uphill battle to have any sort of thing about, any sort of positivity surrounding his existence in the NFL if he was a third-round pick, let alone the fact that he is the number two overall pick. I mean, get out of here. It's it's silly. Regardless, uh, the Bills are uh, six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one, and uh, I like that one. So if you're parlaying some stuff, I, I really like the Bills' money line. Paired with the Bucks money line, I think that's a good one for sure. Maybe you throw the Jags in there for a little three-way parlay. 
Or maybe you throw the Packers in there for a little three-way parlay as well, just money line parlay. But uh, even though I've been giving you this advice that you don't want to bet spreads of more than a touchdown, six and a half is a sweet one. I, I like that spread for the Steelers at the Bills. Um, I, I, that's one I, I, I like. That's one I maybe am, am leaning towards. The Patriots have been really struggling. This one is now all, all football all the time, uh, presented by Sportsbet Montana. There's Sportsbet Montana kiosks all over this fine, beautiful state. If you want to find out where there's one close to you, just go to sportsbetmontana.com and then click on locations. They have a whole list of them there. It's sorted in alphabetical order by the uh, the town in Montana. So if you're in Missoula, you can just scroll down to Missoula. If you're in Bozeman, there it is right there in the B's, whatever. You can figure it out. But just yeah, go to Sportsbet Montana's website, click on locations. Lions at the Patriots, minus three. Get me out of here. I don't want that one at all. The over-under is 45 and a half, even though the Lions have scored so many points so far uh, this year. Uh, I'm, I'm out on that game. Don't touch the Lions at the Patriots. The Titans are at uh, the Commanders, so a home dog for Washington. They're plus one and a half. Uh, don't like that one either. But if... If you had to go there, Tennessee on the road isn't bad, but I don't like Tennessee as a favorite on the road. So I'd probably stay away from that one as well. Seahawks scored 48 points last week. (laughs) As one of my buddies said, who's a big Seahawks fan, he said, Pete Carroll's going to have to go dig out the VHS player to to figure out the last time one of his teams gave up 45. They gave up 45 to the Lions and they won. Uh, I'm staying away from the Seahawks as well because I think their defense actually does have some talent. I think Geno Smith's better than people think, but I also think they're going to be up and down all year, so I, I don't really know uh, how to find a beat on the Seahawks. I also have no idea about the Saints, so pass, get that one off the board. Cowboys-Rams is an interesting one. The uh, Los Angeles is five-and-a-half-point favorites uh, at home. That's a uh, Sunday afternoon game, and the Cowboys have been really good since Cooper Rush took over as their quarterback. The Rams' offensive lines all sorts of beat up. Uh, it seems like they're having a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover so far in L.A. And uh, the Cowboys have been better than advertised. The Cowboys are actually a good team to bet right now because I think the Cowboys are going to be uh, underdogs until Dak Pre- in most of the games they play until Dak Prescott returns. But they've proven that they can win without him, and they have other parts of their squad that are solid, if not good. I think they're pretty good on defense, which they haven't been for a while. They're good on the defensive line. The Rams aren't good on the offensive line. So that's maybe one in your afternoon that uh, maybe maybe you like the Cowboys to cover, if not win. I, I wouldn't pick the, the Cowboys in a money line by any means, but uh, the Cowboys plus five and a half, that's, uh, that's, that's sort of tasty. We'll see. Arizona is uh, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. They are a uh, home dog, Arizona is. Philly's minus five coming into that one. Uh, the Eagles are getting a lot of respect, man. I, I know that there's, I actually think that there's probably more varying opinions about the Cardinals than, um, than almost any team in the NFL. I've heard some pundits say that they are a uh, playoff caliber team, which they were a playoff team a year ago. I've heard other pundits, including my brother, Brooks Nuanas, who's a contributing guy on our NFL stuff here at uh, Nuanas Now. I've heard him say that he thinks the Cardinals are one of the five worst teams in the league. Like that's a little exaggerated, but he doesn't like the Cardinals at all. And I'm not saying from an emotional fan perspective. He just thinks the Cardinals aren't good. And then uh, you got the Cardinals at home. 
So the fact that the Eagles are five-point favorites coming on the road is uh, the Eagles are getting a lot of respect right now. I know they're unbeaten, and Jalen Hurts is one of the stories in the National Football League, but uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, that is definitely an interesting one. I, I'll probably stay away from that one, but it's uh, I think it's indicative not only – I'm, I'm talking about this from a football perspective, not even a betting perspective, just how much uh, respect the Eagles are getting. 49ers are at the Panthers. I'm passing on that one. I still have no beat on the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo has been good, and they they just beat the tar out of the Rams on Sunday Night Football, but I'm, I'm passing on that one. Bengals at the Ravens. I don't know what's going on with Baltimore's defense. Baltimore's three-point favorites at home. Uh, the the Ravens' defense is, isn't any good. The, the Bengals' defense is just trying to turn the ball over and get the ball back to their offense so they can score a whole bunch. I'd pass on the money line. I'd pass on the spread, but I, I might look at that over-under and uh, look at the over because uh, 47 points, that's an interesting one. There's been a lot of unders so far, though, this year in the NFL. Uh, that's your Sunday night game is uh, Bengals at Ravens and then Raiders at the Chiefs. The Raiders coming off of their first victory over the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs coming off of a primetime game last week. They got another one this week. Just rinse and repeat. Mahomes is the anti-Kirk Cousins, and I know that that's about as a uh, statement of the obvious as you can possibly get, but uh, Kirk Cousins can't play on primetime. Patrick Mahomes always plays on primetime, and he seems to always play well on primetime. So I was one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, not the most overpaid quarterback of all time. I digress. Chiefs is a uh, seven-point favorite at home, though. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I think I'd probably pass on that one as well. So, uh what do I like this week? Well, I told you, if you missed anything of that uh, around the NFL, all football, all the time, you can certainly find it on the podcast. But just for my own mental notes, I think the the Browns as a home dog is a little tasty. The, uh, the Bengals-Ravens over uh, looks okay. The Cowboys to cover at uh, L- the L.A. Rams, mm, that's maybe one I'm looking at. And then maybe a little money line parlay, little Bills, and Bucks, and Packers. I think that's a good one as well. See, now I got it on the record, so now I can go listen to my own podcast while I'm standing there at the Sports Bet Montana machine uh, later on this uh, evening or this weekend or whenever it might be that I, that I make it over there. If you want to find a Sports Bet Montana kiosk near you, go to Sports Bet Montana's website and click on Locations. All betting, or excuse me, all sports, all NFL, all football. I'm going to get it right sometime. We just revived the segment. It's back for another year. All football all the time. It's presented by Sportsbet Montana. <laughs> Appreciate you rolling with us here on this beautiful October day. Away from football, in the cross country, Annie Hill, a Kalispell Glacier product who spent some time running for the Colorado Buffs and is now back in her home state running at the University of Montana. She had an outstanding performance last week. Her breakout performance so far as a Grizz and uh, just one regular season meet left with the Grizz Cross country, country team. The new dominant runner for the UM women's cross country team, Annie Hill, will join us next. Keep it right here. It's No Honest Now, ESPN Radio.
for unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. It's Nuanas now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I feel like I'm riding with Coach Marty right now. Be sure to tune in Mondays during the 5 o'clock hour. Marty Mortenweg, the 25-plus-year NFL veteran coach, kind enough, gracious enough to join us for a full hour to recap the NFL every single week. He loves him some old-school country. It's my late father's birthday. He would have been 65 today. So we're listening to some of his favorites. Little Poncho on lefty, Emmylou Harris. Reminds me of my parents, man, just dancing around the house. So good, such good stuff. Great songwriting. Emmy Lou Harris, uh, definitely, I, 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 I th- probably would say my mother's favorite musical artist. So listened to a lot of Emmy Lou growing up. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Uh, revival of another segment here uh, on ESPN Radio. Caught up with one of the latest standouts from the University of Montana cross-country team earlier today. River City Runners, a renewal. First one of the fall. I guess actually second one of the fall. We did our big cross-country preview, but it's been a couple weeks here. Uh, But now cross-country season in full force uh, at both the college and high school levels. And very fun because now we're joined on this week's River City Runners by a young lady from Kalispell who was a big name in the track and field world during her time there at Glacier High School and then went to the University of Colorado, which has been a great home for many Montana runners uh, over the last handful or so of years. But now she's back here at the University of Montana. It's Annie Hill. Annie, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? Good. Thank you for having me. Uh, first and foremost, just tell people kind of about your journey. You were up at, at Glacier, I think, when your senior year was it 2017. Is that right? Uh, 2018 is when I graduated. 2018. Okay, so just take people through the last yeah. couple of years. Um, well, I've spent the last four years at the University of Colorado um, running for their team, and that was an awesome experience, but I'm kind of, you know, want to move on to different things in my life, so I decided to, I wanted to come back home and um, run in Montana again. When you were first coming out of, of Glacier High School, uh, what was the process like of, of choosing a school, and what ultimately led you to Boulder? Um, well, the whole like recruiting process was super fun and exciting. And, um, you know, I, I had done a lot of unofficial visits and when I went to Boulder, I loved it and I loved the coaches and, um, the team there. And so, um, you know, I, I decided to take an official visit there and, and still loved it. There's been uh, some runners that have that have gone there too. So, uh, did you know anybody there when you went down there? Did you, was there some fellow Montanans that you had known previously? Yeah, actually. So on my visit, there were a whole bunch, um, and then they, but they were all about five years older than me. And so when I was on the team, I was um, only teammates with 
McKenna Morley from Big Fork sure. for a couple of years. And, I, and, you know, we raced a lot in high school, and I loved being teammates with her. And when we came home for Christmas break, we would run together, and it was it's super fun to have, um, you know, people close to home from at the same place. Annie Hill joining us here on our River City Runners. Uh, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the uh, ESPN Montana app. Annie ran down at the University of Colorado for several years, now back at the University of Montana. What do you think of the experience just from a training perspective down there? I mean, obviously, Boulder is beautiful. Colorado has such great landscape, uh, but also Pac-12, high-level track and field. So uh, how do you think you improved as an athlete during your time there at the, in the Pac-12? Um. Yeah, it was. It's been a very um, a growing experience. Um, I think more, um, you know, mentally and emotionally as an athlete than um, maybe the you know the results have shown. And um, you know, I've appreciated every <laughs> up and down. And I think it's made me just a overall a better athlete with um, more perspective. And what have you thought of being back now here at Montana? I mean, I know it's just a, you've had a few meets under your belt now here. So um, what have you thought of the competition level that you've faced so far? What have you thought of just uh, early season here uh, with the cross-country squad with the Grizz? Um, you know, I've loved it. It's very different. The environment's different. And, um, you know, we're going through some, like, staffing change right now, so it's all a little bit crazy. But, um, you know, I, I, I love being back home and – you know, competing against people that I saw in high school. And um, I kind of, I'm kind of enjoying it being a little more low key sometimes, but um, you know, also I'm getting some more individualized training and, you know, there's some aspects here that I really enjoy. What are some of the differences that, that you do enjoy? I mean, what are some of the things that have been different that have, have really uh, caught your eye? Um, well, you know, it's I, part of, you know, the, joy of being back in Montana is that I get to be with my family and my, my little brother's been on the team for a few years and I love running with him. And, um, I like, you know, the last week we ran on a a cross country race on one of my favorite high school courses and I love being back there. And, um, it's just kind of like nostalgic and, uh, it's, it's, I like being a different athlete in the same and coming back to the same places. You mentioned that meet last week, too. Uh, you had your best time of the year, and you were uh, a full minute better than you were a couple weeks earlier. So was it a matter of comfortability, or was it because you liked the course? What, what helped you take a, a big jump this last week when you were competing? <laughs> well, I think it was probably more to do with the pr- kind of poor performance the week before um, than, like, an exponentially amazing performance last week. Um I sometimes deal with some like mental blocks through it in races, and so sometimes my like nerves can take, get the best of me, and I don't run very well. Uh, but I was a little, way more um, casual, and I liked you know just I kind of like walked out my front door and walked over to the course, and um, and the course itself was awesome. I think we're having conference there next year, so it was you know fun to be able to run on that course, and um, yeah. Annie Hill joining us. It's our River City Runners, highlighting great runners from around the city of Missoula as well as the state of Montana. She is at the University of Montana, a Kalispell native who is a cross-country standout for the Grizzlies. The one thing that's so interesting to me, Annie, is just, first of all, how much distance running has continued to increase in prominence and visibility 
uh, all across Montana at a variety of different levels. You see so many great distance runners. You know, I mean, Adam Peterman is one of the great ultra runners right now in the world. Uh, Duncan Hamilton at Montana State is one of the great distance runners, one of the great steeplechase runners in the world. And uh, it, the, the, it seems to trickle down. I mean, there's just so many competitive uh, athletes, men and women, at, at all levels, uh, high school, college, uh, semi-pro, pro. How much do you think that that sort of culture ha- has influenced you? I mean, there's been a great many runners from up where you grew up as well that have, have gone on to great heights. So what about Montana? What about this state? What about that culture has influenced you, your love of running, and, and uh, your prominence in running as well? Oh, yeah. That is, like, for sure been one of my favorite things about running in Montana is just kind of the culture around it. And, I mean, when I was in middle school, I was racing, you know, with someone, and we were pushing each other, and we were running times that were better than most high schoolers at that point. Um, And in high school, I was racing with Christina Aragon, and she just went turned professional, and um, just kind of the culture of, good runners in Montana has been incredible. And I think we have, um, incredible resources and places to run. And, um, I think it just hits the history of it makes everyone else better. When it comes to just the differences between cross country and, and, uh, more track and field oriented distance races, what are the differences? Cause you see some people that do both, but some are really good at one and, and maybe just okay at the other. Some are really good at both, but that's kind of a rare combination. Uh, you're so great at the cross country element of it. Why is that? I mean, what are the differences? Well, um, I actually enjoy track more. I, I love running the 1500. It's like, it's fast and, um, you're, you're very focused and you, it, I like it cause you don't, you only have to hurt for like you know, a couple minutes, <laughs> but I think kind of the biggest difference is just kind of cross country is really like gutsy and you're toughing it out and it's never ideal conditions. You're usually on grass and there's hills and it's just, it's way more like, um, I don't know. It's just way, way more like down to earth and like just all about running with heart than track and track is more technical. Well, so interesting. I love analyzing this kind of stuff. I'm an old offensive lineman, so not a lot of distance running for me. I love just hearing the mentality that goes into all of it. Annie Hill joining us here uh, on is Now ESPN Radio. Uh, she is uh, a cross-country standout at the University of Montana. And uh, a couple weeks away, I guess we're within the month now, the Big Sky Conference Championships, which will take place the end of October uh, in Spokane. Uh, just a couple more meets in between now and then, uh, both the Grizz men and women will take the show on the road to go to Lewiston, Idaho, uh, this upcoming weekend for the LC State Invitational. Uh, that's the last thing for you, then, Annie. What do you expect from this meet? What are some of your uh, your goals, aspirations for uh, your last uh, regular season tune-up before the conference meet? Um. You know, we're, our team is super excited about the upcoming meets, and um, I think we've been gaining a lot of momentum, and um, we're feeling confident about where we are and kind of, you know, doing the best in a tough situation. Um, so, you know, we're, we are hoping to do the best that we've ever done at conference, and I, I think we're setting ourselves up well to do that. Well, very fun. Best of luck this weekend. Best of luck throughout the rest of the year. Happy to have you back in Montana. And uh, thanks so much for joining us here uh, on ESPN Radio. Annie Hill, Kalispell native and University of Montana distance runner here on Nuanas Now. Thanks, Annie. Thank you.
Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Radio Missoula. I know in uh, there's some circles in modern life where it's become in vogue to hate on the Eagles. You're just silly. Just go listen to the Eagles. Don't just listen to the best of, you know, 71 to 75, the, you know, fifth greatest selling album of all time. Go listen to all of it. So good. Don Henley, one of the greatest songwriters ever, man. That concludes our playlist. Dedicated to my late pops. Would have been his 65, uh, 65th birthday today. And uh, so we're just playing, you know, some country western, some southwestern. My parents grew up in Arizona. And uh, so Eagles, big part of my life as well. So thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for letting me play you my music. And thanks for letting me talk to you about some sports here on the radio. This is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. And if you missed anything in today's show... We got to a lot. We covered a lot of different topics today. We talked some Major League Baseball. We talked some Big Sky Conference football. We heard from Sagan Gronauer, the sophomore quarterback for the Idaho State Bengals. We also heard from Jalen Hall, an incoming recruit to the University of Montana football team. Give you a rundown of the high school football slate. Talk some Grizz hockey. Which, by the way, we'll have another four-pack of tickets for you to Saturday night, Saturday night's game. Excuse me. Tomorrow, we'll give those away tomorrow, and you you can go to the game on Saturday, courtesy of Katie O'Keefe's. So stay tuned for that. Gave some of my best bets uh, in the NFL, and we also heard from Annie Hill, uh, standout runner from the University of Montana cross country team. Spent several years there at Colorado, running for the Buffs, and now back. Uh, in her home state, an outstanding multiple-time state champion at Kalispell Glacier and uh, now back in the Treasure State. All of it, you can find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store. The M Store has a new location here in Missoula there on the corner of Broadway and Higgins. The M Store is all grizz all the time. The podcast also presented by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident that wasn't your fault, you deserve an advocate. Call them anytime, 406 406- 6404444 and the Nuanas Now podcast probably presented by the Montana State Bookstore. Montana State Bookstore they have low textbook prices because they take a lot of their revenue on all the other stuff at the bookstore and they put it toward helping reduce textbook prices for their students. So very cool that they continue to do that as well. The Watson Children's Shelter has their uh, annual Tennis Pro-Am fundraiser. It's a four-day event, October 20th through the 23rd. The uh, The big part of the fundraiser is a live pro auction. So basically you're getting paired with a tennis pro and then you're playing in a tournament, but you can auction off and bid on some of the uh, tournaments, or just, excuse me, some of the pros to play in the tournament with. Matt's Willander, who's a... Uh, outstanding and uh, very reputable tennis player will be in the mix. 
Brenda Schultz-McCarthy from the Netherlands, who is tied for the second-fastest women's serve of all time at 130 miles per hour. Venus With Venus Williams, I th- I'm sure you heard of her. Uh, she'll also be up for bid. And 30 other pros from across the country and a few uh, from Montana as well will all be up for auction during that live auction. That's Thursday, October 20th at the barn on Mullen there at the Ranch Club. And this auction is going to be emceed uh, by one of my great friends, former co-host of this show, Ryan Tutel. So you can bid on a pro player to receive a private lesson from, and uh, that will also be included in the silent auction bid. So very fun. Individual tickets to the live auction is $25. That includes food and a no-host bar. You can also purchase a table of eight for $200. And they also have all sorts of fun stuff that you can bid on from local businesses around town. Friday the 21st, that's when the private lessons with the pro players, plus the kids' clinic, the Pro Calcutta Tournament, all that stuff uh, will take place on Saturday, the 22nd. That's the adult clinic. And then you also have rounds two and three of the Calcutta. And then on Sunday will be the final round of the Calcutta. So if you want to get involved, you can always go to watsonchildrensshelter.org. So there's two S's in there, watsonchildrensshelter.org. All the proceeds from this pro-am are going to go towards supporting Watson Children's Shelter in their mission to provide safety, nurturing, and stability to children and families through quality services and trauma-informed care. A great cause. If you want to have a fun weekend, please get involved with the Watson Children's Center Center, uh, Tennis Pro-Am fundraiser. Tomorrow, the return of one of our favorite guys, Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television. He'll join us. Right off the top, hung out down there at SWX, uh, ABC Fox Montana, uh, yesterday. So that was cool. That was fun. Also, our good friend Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports, will join us as well. Uh, You can only guess what she's going to talk about. The tabloids are on fire. TB12, trouble in paradise. I, I just can't help but laugh at all the internet fodder and all the memes. I'll, let, uh, I'll save it for tomorrow, though, but Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports will swing by. Also, have Dane Oliver joining us uh, to give us a preview of the Crosstown matchup with Missoula Big Sky. We heard from Matt Johnson uh, earlier this week as well, Missoula Big Sky's head coach. But Missoula Sentinel, Missoula Big Sky take place uh, there at Missoula County Public Stadium tomorrow night. So that'll be a good one. And uh, Andrew Houghton, our producer, he will have a snippet for us from his latest Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast. We'll hear from Chris Chitovitsky, the head coach of the University of Montana women's soccer team. That'll be fun. We'll also talk some Major League Baseball as well. Thursday Night Football tonight, the Colts at the Broncos. I uh, I like the Colts as a dog in this game, so I'm going to race right over to that Sports Bet Montana kiosk. Lickety split. In the meantime, thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Thursday Happy birthday to my pops. I wish you were still here to see what we were doing, but we try to make you proud every day. And uh, thanks so much to all of you for hanging out and letting me, you know, make myself feel good here on the radio. We'll be back at it 4 p.m. tomorrow. We'll see you then. This has been Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of the Advocates 
If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 Advocates. Dot com.